Hello and good evening and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. Welcome to episode 135. I'm your host Scott Munro. Uh, with me tonight I have got both James and Imran. How are you both on this lovely Monday uh, evening? Fine, thank you. Good, thank you. Uh, we're recording on a Monday. Uh, we're recording actually a little bit earlier than we normally do. Um, we're talking um, about Sampdoria Neil Roma 1, uh, Henry Mkhitaryan scoring in the first half after a brilliant uh, team goal. And we're in the preview uh, Thursday's game against Bodo Glimt in Norway. And we do have a listener's question. So, guys, um, Roma made it. Another win, um, and now five points behind Juventus, who lost to Derby d'Italia yesterday in somewhat controversial circumstances. A part of me wishes I watched the game, but watching three games on the spin, it does tire you out. Um, I'll ask you both the same question, but I'll come to you in Ram first and to you, James, afterwards. Another impressive performance, Simran. What were your thoughts about? overall performance with this formation and this setup it seems to be getting the best out of the players and Roma are looking quite good defensively again I think Mourinho's worked wonders with the defence in the last couple of games um, do you see Roma pushing for Juventus for top four or are we getting, or are we getting a little bit too ahead of ourselves uh well, um, the performance was really good. It was uh, it was a mature performance. It was, and I I I think that we played very well in the first half. Especially, we we were in not just in control, but we had some really nice attacking plays where we build up uh, to the first goal was very good. Um, something rightfully, Mourinho said after the game, another coach would have been praised for play, playing good football because that was good football and uh, I think uh, it was not just that uh, we had several chances or um, occasions where we built where we built up attacks like that and that's that's really good to see because this is how you're supposed to play you, you know, when it comes to attacking uh, phase of the game patience um, yeah build up create space um, which ultimately leads to chances. And um, Zaleski did really well there as well. So uh, the performance, uh, I was very happy with the performance. I didn't really feel we were threatened, uh, despite um, slowing down a bit in the second half, which is also natural because you you have the lead and your opponent has to push up so you don't take too many risks. Uh, so ultimately a comfortable win. Uh, and yeah, five points. Uh, I think the next three games will be will give us a lot of answers because we have Salanitana next, which should be uh, should be pretty easy. Uh, then we have two difficult games: Napoli away and Inter at, uh, in, Napoli and Inter away. So those two games can decide a lot because uh, it's difficult because Juventus, they don't have so many difficult games uh, compared to us. Uh, so it will still be difficult. I still think um, finishing top five, I mean, finishing fifth would be uh, more realistic. But uh, but we have to say that we are unbeaten in the last 10, uh, ten games in Serie A. We have six wins and four draws uh, and um, uh, we're doing well. We have picked up uh, 22 points out of 28, if my 
maths is not that wrong. Uh, and that's quite if good. If it's 10 games, wouldn't it be 30 points? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we have 22 out of 30 ga- yeah. uh, points. So, so that, that's that's quite good. So, uh, we have the momentum and uh, we are playing much better and uh, the team is more confident. They have found their place then they feel more secure with each other and um, and that's good so it would be really it would be I'm more excited now going into those two games than I was before because in the previous uh, in early in the season just felt hopeless going into those games but now there is uh, a feeling where you can there's a sense of um, optimism Based on the performance, based on the performances, which I, which I think is um, is justified. Um, so you, the feeling going into the game is much better. So it will be interesting to see if we somehow manage to get three wins in a row in the next three games, which I believe will be difficult. But if that somehow happens, then I think you can start thinking about pushing for top four. But otherwise, it, it looks difficult. That's my. No, it's understandable. Yeah. I only said that because Juve do have a tendency to shoot themselves in the foot recently in games where um, I've seen in the past where they they try and sit back on the lead. It's Allegri's mental attitude to games where he doesn't play on the front foot. He likes to sit back and I've seen they were sat, they sat back on a 2-0 lead against Salonatana before the international break. <coughs> Excuse me. So I just think maybe if Roma can add a couple of more scalps, if they can pick up wins against, as you said, San and Sana, um, Nap- Napoli and Inter are going to be the two tough games. I watched Napoli against Atalanta yesterday and they were absolutely outstanding and did an absolute job on Atalanta in Bergamo. Spalletti is getting his team cooking on gas and playing wonderful football at the moment. Um, I digress, I digress, I apologise. Um, James, I'll come to you. What were your thoughts on yesterday's performance? Do you echo myself and Imran's thoughts of that? Very good win um, against the Sam side who are really struggling at the moment. They haven't, this, the, the wonderful stat I've found out Friday night, they've yet to draw a game in 2022. So they've, they've played 12 I think they played tw- uh, 13 games in all competitions. They've won three and lost 10. And so in Serie A, they've won three and lost nine in the, in the 12 games in Serie A in 2022. So they've yet to draw. Their last draw was against Roma in, in December. But um, yeah, uh, how how did you feel Roma played yesterday? Well, I think it was, I think it was more of a Jekyll and Hyde performance. Um, I thought the first half was encouraging. I thought the goal was excellent. Great move. Lovely crossing by Zalewski, I think, and then turned home eventually by Mkhitaryan. Uh, some good build-up play. Uh, there was a great chance. Actually, it was an error by the goal uh, by the defence for Tammy Abraham. That he didn't didn't seem particularly sharp yesterday because uh, he had a bit more time than he perhaps realised, and he could have scored there to give us a bit more of a cushion. But generally, he worked quite hard, but he didn't put a lot of effort in but he didn't seem as sharp as and that may be you know two weeks of inactivity um but overall yeah the second half I was a bit discouraged I I left the game feeling a bit discouraged because um we tried to sit on our lead and control you know and 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 obviously Mourinho would be aware of the opposition 
who were pretty pitiful, I have to say. I mean, when you see players like Kandreva and Quagliarella, mm. it's, I was quite I sort of gasped that they're still, uh, you know, doing the rounds for a club like Sampdoria, really. Sam, Samp have been really poor in the last couple of months. Yeah, they they, are, they're, they're really, really struggling. Uh, they, yeah. I watched the game against, sorry to interrupt, I watched the game against Venezia um, before the international break. Venezia just handed the two goals to them. They're, they're really, they're very Jekyll and Hyde and very, it's either feast or famine against them recently since Gianpaolo's come in. You leave a, you beat them or you get defeated. Like they lost to Sassuolo for, uh, sorry, they beat Sassuolo four nil. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago. Then Sensi, I think when Sensi went off, I thought it, it, I would. I was worried for them, but they they caught into the game. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, James. Sorry about that. No, no, yes, that's right. So, um, so and and again, that was another reason why the second half. I mean, we had opportunities to counter attack, and we just seemed to be playing, sort of trying to shut up shop and hold hold the, the win. And to me, that's fine to some extent, but you must offer a counter-attack threat. You must try and get the second goal. Otherwise, you always risk conceding a goal, even in a pretty freak circumstances. And that nearly happened when Qualiarella, you know, found that bit of space just inside the penalty area from a central position. And the ball took a deflection, I think, off Smalling and went, for, out for a corner kick could have easily gone the other way because Patricio was moving to his left you know the near post it could have easily taken a deflection and gone the other way and balls in the goal and probably would the game would have ended in a draw so um, I was very disappointed with that and, and I'll give you an example Where after Shemodorov came on you know he took the ball he managed to get the ball clear in the opposition collect the ball in the centre circle and then he runs uh, was it Shemodorov? I think it was Shemodorov who ran to... No, it was um, Oliveira. He ran towards the corner flag rather than... And we had two runners in the centre who were running forward. He could have easily put a first-time pass across and would have been in on a clean chance on um, uh, Arildo. So um, I was a bit disappointed that we didn't offer more of a threat on the counter-attack because it seemed that, you know, the last quarter of the game, they were able to attack at will virtually. Okay, they didn't, didn't do it particularly well, but um, you can't really give... I don't think you can afford to give teams that kind of uh, opportunity. So I was um, disappointed, a bit discouraged. After being encouraged in the first half, I was a bit discouraged by the end and I was quite relieved that when the final whistle came because um, I did have a feeling that yeah, you know, we could suffer uh, an equaliser, um, and uh, so yeah. So it was a. I thought it was a bit of a Jacqueline. I mean, obviously the, play, the team's playing as instructed, but nevertheless, I think um, I think we should um, should expect more, and we should offer more of a threat on the counter attack than we did. Do you think he he had an idea to do that? Sorry, Jose, because we've got four more games in the next two weeks. So the, the busy schedule, five games in 15 days uh, after the international break. Do you think they just the intensity wasn't there for about 10, 15 minutes, or maybe even 20 minutes in the second half? So they sat deep in reserved energy for maybe uh, the game on Thursday or the game next Sunday, which uh, which Lorenzo Pellegrini is going to miss because he 
picked up that shit Housery yellow card when he got substituted. Um, did you ever have thoughts about that, or is it just that you were just a bit discouraged of the way that Roma just sat back and just soaked up all the pressure? Yeah, yeah, I think the latter. I, I don't think it was a calculated uh, move because in the light of the schedule. Also, because we play Napoli four days after we play the second leg mm. against Bodo Glimp on Easter Monday. And we've just come from a two-week international break where several players didn't, didn't, you know, had two, you know, had two weeks off from playing. So, um uh, I think it, and and we've seen this during other points of the season where we've looked against far inferior teams, looked um, uh, a bit lackluster and a bit lacking in maybe energy and 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 the and the will to make runs and 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 try and exploit opportunities when we're in front on the counter attack. And also, I felt. Sometimes throughout the whole game, particularly in the first half when we had more of the ball, that we were a bit overly deliberate. You know, we there were opportunities when we could have got the ball forward a bit quicker. And of course, the quicker you do things in football, you know, on average, the more difficult it is for the opposition because they have to react more quickly. And I thought we were sometimes a bit overly deliberate playing the, you know, wait, you know, playing short passes between ourselves. Um, waiting too long to make a pass forward, uh, too much uh, lateral passing, not enough vertical passing forward. And I always like to see, or I'm encouraged to see more like, like quicker, incisive play forward. And I think there were, we were a bit overly deliberate throughout the game. So, uh, but so I was moderately encouraged, but, Again, I think I, I need to see more, really, to see in which direction the uh, this final couple of months of the season is going to take. I don't, incidentally, think we have any chance of finishing fourth. Uh-huh. No, I only said that cheekily, but you never know. Football is weird sometimes, don't we? And we've seen it a lot in Italian football and in football in general, where teams have just lost leads and just it, it, it could happen, but... Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. It's Highly only five. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's five points. I'm just saying, but there is a the the couple of teams behind in Lazio and Atalanta who seem to be struggling a lot, and maybe have put all their eggs in the um in the Europa League basket. Um, yeah, oh, because the other teams actually won, didn't they? Lazio won Lazio and Fiorentina won. Yeah, I watched they the still got a game in hand. Yeah. yeah, I watched the Fiorentina game. It was um, Empoli were hard done by with the goal that got disallowed that's not a foul but that can be a discussion yes. for another yes. day um i'll come to you both after after this um i was impressed with a couple of players i thought brian cristante played really well and he he i think he was a good outlet from from the back three and cut um opened up passing lanes to the like mkhitaryan and pellegrini mkhitaryan was absolutely outstanding and once again nicholas seleski uh playing at left wing back i think he's come into his own in the in the seven games he started uh, he's played sorry um so far for roma this season and um, did you guys have any standout performances before we talk about uh the game on thursday Mkhitaryan and uh, Cristante, as you mentioned, and Zaleski, of course. Mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I would also say a word for Rui Patricio, who there were a few, a uh, couple of shots that he, awkward shots he had to deal with, and he dealt with them very well. And he didn't have an awful lot to do in the game. And I thought he, there was one particularly early on where 
if you remember, the Samp player got into a shooting position centrally and he made the save, um, you, which you'd expect him to make, but he made it very clean and there were no rebounds. You know, I thought his handling was excellent. I thought he played well, you know, considering he hadn't played for two weeks as well. Mm. So, well, yeah, for Rui he, Patrice, he didn't yeah. play for Portugal, did he? he they, um, they, no, no, I was surprised. Was, yeah. They play with that young uh, goalkeeper from Porto. Yes, yeah. Um, oh, maybe, right. they're, maybe they're thinking about the future because Patricio, I think he's the same age as me. So he's 34. So maybe thinking a little bit about the future. But no, right. I do agree. Uh, Mikitarian, uh, outstanding in the last three yes. months he's um taken that midfield deeper role and he had, like i think me me you and uh us three have talked about in the past that he's been the link between the midfield and attack and he's the runner but yeah absolutely outstanding um but yeah, yeah you'd never think there was a contract renewal coming up no, no. Any joking. <laughs> <laughs> nudge nudge um <laughs> talk, uh, that's a good digressed um a good segue to talk about Thursday's game um Imran you sent something to our our main group that uh Bodo Glimpse played Rosenberg yesterday 2-2 I know it's the start yes. of the, the Norwegian season um we talked about this the other week um it's a different Bodo Glimpse side I, I imagine now they've lost a couple of key players um they lost Berg to Lons uh they, they didn't lose one of the the wide players to a club in Russia as well, yeah, they lost uh, the striker Butain who scored against yeah, us. Yeah. They lost him. They lost him to Krasnodar. Krasnodar, yeah, lost the club. Yeah. And uh, and they lost two more players. One was the left back. Did and, he go to uh, Celtic? Was it Celtic on a free transfer? Uh, there was one guy who went to Hertha Berlin. Hertha Berlin, okay. And if I'm not mistaken, another guy went to Schalke. <coughs> uh, but anyway, they lost four players. Uh, they um, invested uh, and replaced some of them yeah, with some of the players who are not at the same level. But uh, because they have a good system, players tend to fill the spots and do quite well. And uh, But uh, quality-wise, I would say they're not as strong as they were in autumn. And secondly, the weather would be nice to us now compared to in uh, late October when we were there. And also the fact that Buda Glimp just kicked off the season yesterday and played a top game against Rosenborg, which is historically the most successful club in Norway. And it was a top game. And they it ended 2-2. It was quite interesting because Rosenborg played uh, with a three-man three man defense and um, they said that they had been trying this uh, during the preseason having watched with their games game against Asset Alkmar uh, they saw that they struggled against a three-man three man defense uh, so they wanted to try it and um, they did actually struggle yesterday to break up because Rosenborg took the lead and then they managed, managed to turn around the game uh, so Rosenberg played, uh, you know, deep defensively, waiting for the chances, and they basically closed down uh, the entire space and didn't give them any space. And they really struggle against that. So that that will be interesting going into Thursday's game. Um, and if yeah, I consider we will, I have no reasons to think Mourinho will play with a different formation. So I think if we we go into the game with the same performance, same uh, formation, uh, we will be able to close down their um, 
a threat, especially from especially wide because they tend to attack from uh, the sides with Sulbakken, who did really well last time. Uh, also, Pellegrino is quick, but I think we, I think both we will face a different Budaglim, but Budaglim will also face a different Roma. That's also important to remember. Yeah, a lot has changed since uh, late October and early November in both games. Sorry, I'm just looking at the stats, Imran. Um, 76% possession uh, and um, 23 shots on goal. And Pellegrino scored a penalty. And uh, yeah, yeah, he he looked quite good when in the in the six one game. So did Solbach and um, and so did Botheim. But Botheim is sadly no longer club. So did no longer is Patrick Berg. Um, yeah. That that was going to be my next question, and you pretty much answered it. So it was going to be like it's going to be a completely different game. I think us three talked about it a couple of weeks ago, saying a lot has changed in, in a couple of months. Um, about it and as, as as you said the Norwegian league is only just kicked off this weekend so it's going to be quite interesting to see if what's going on I know they've played a couple of like what four maybe five well sorry six did they, did they have three rounds or two rounds two rounds sorry of the Europa Conference League they played um, Celtic and Azad Alkmaar so it'd be interesting to see um, James what's your thoughts on going into Thursday's game are you a little more op- optimistic and don't, don't want to see another 6-1. <laughs> I, don't yeah, think, uh, I don't, don't think it will happen again. His famous last words, people probably clip this up after, after, yeah, I after think the it's game. Yeah, I think it's unlikely a result like that. Um, I think, you know, I look upon it as a three-hour tie. Mm. So if we can keep, you know, the tie very balanced or marginally in our favour after Thursday's game, going into the second leg at the Olympico. Um, I think we'll have a great chance of progressing. Um, I think also we know how important this tie is. You know, I think there's a real desire to try and win this competition because, you know, uh, I think the players are quite motivated. Tammy Abraham mentioned that in an interview he gave uh, the other day or over the weekend. And, um, so uh yeah so i think it's um uh you know we 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 go into it as favorites i think i think that's fair to say and uh hopefully we live up to that um that reputation of course what one thing that won't be different is the pitch because it'll be an artificial it will be an artificial pitch yeah and i don't know how much that will weigh on teams who aren't used to it going to Bodo Glimp to play on that pitch. Well, we have that's true, but I think we have the advantage of having played there uh, once already, so we know what to expect. The play, most of the players know what to expect. So, so that would that would still be uh, something that the team would have discussed. Uh, so, I'm not too worried about. That. Of course, it will be different. Uh, it will be a different uh, different climate. They have to adjust in some way. Uh, due to the pitch, but uh, but I I would like to believe that it would not be too much of a difference. And what sort of team? If you're trying to just trying to gauge where Bodo Glimt are, if you were going to compare them to a similar team in Serie A, who would you compare them to? Oh, it's difficult to say. I would say Sassuolo. I would say Sassuolo, but not quality-wise. I think Sassuolo are strong, strong mm-hmm. when it comes to quality. But um, yeah, you know, I, I was going to say Sassuolo, 
as well. Something like Sassuolo, yeah. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A, a club with, um, yeah, a certain setup. Um, philosophy. Uh, yeah, yeah, philosophy. Yeah. They have a coach who who's really highly rated. He, he's not that young. He's in his fifties, but he was um, he, he 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 didn't have any. Um, he didn't coach any big teams, or he was assistant before um, three, four, 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 five years ago, and then uh, they got relegated, uh, and he took over the team. Because uh, the the one who was coach, he went to to a sporting director role, and then he developed a philosophy, philosophy, a style of play. They recruited players in a different way, uh, looking for cheap players, players who were not doing so well in other teams, and it uh, it, it paid off really well for them. And um, he, their coach, Chetty Knudsen, he was actually. Uh, wanted uh, by Rosenberg, they wanted to appoint him, but he stay, he committed uh, to Bodeglim. He renewed his contract, and Rosenberg went for uh, Rektal, who was a Norwegian hero from the 90s because he scored the winning goal in the penalty against Brazil in World Cup 98. I so, that, yeah, yeah <laughs> he has great had- game. Yeah, he's had a. That was a great game. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has had a coaching career who's been a bit up and down, uh, but he, he's their coach now, so did tactically quite well. So I think I think that there are chances there for us to uh, uh, to get a really good result. You know, Thursday, I'd be really surprised if we if we fail to uh, go through. Uh, against them now. I'll be re- really, really oh, surprised. Right. And do you think, um, my turn to ask the question, <laughs> do you think, um, uh, the fa- are, you, are you more confident about progressing, qualifying for the semi-final because we've already played them once than, than if we were playing them and hadn't played them before this season? Uh both yes and no, because remember when you are in the quarterfinals, uh, you ha- you respect every team uh, that uh, you are going to face uh, because they are there for a reason. And if we hadn't faced them in the group stage, we will still know that they would have beaten. You know, by the by the time we would meet them now, we knew that they have beaten Celtic, they beat us at Alkmaar, and uh, and when when a team has done that they automatically gain respect and uh, so so that that would have been um, i think that factor alone would have been enough for this for us to take them seriously but well, you know because when you play in the group stage you, you you play against a lot of different teams and there is a bigger risk for complacency in the group stage right. while as for in in the quarter final i think I think you are more aware of what's waiting you. You do <laughs> research in a different way because you do research on your opponent based on also on the, in the games in the uh, European competition. So the Conference League, I, I'm, I'm sure Marini would have studied them and their games against Celtic, against um, Alkmaar. And he would have done that even though he didn't, even though we wouldn't have played them, so and the fact that we did play them last time and we have 
preparation. We have uh, some sort of preparation from that game as well, although it didn't go quite well because we we yeah, we didn't take that game too seriously, to be honest, because we rested a lot of players. But now I think tactically we will be prepared because we will play with a three-man defense, which doesn't suit Budaglim that much. And I think uh, playing with the strongest lineup would also... Uh, make a huge difference because it's it's a different thing when you when you try to change the game around and the other team is flying like they were doing. Mm. It's more difficult to you know throw in players because we threw in Pellegrini, Abraham, you no know, uh, Abraham, and we try to change the game. But yeah, that's that's different. But in, in this case, I would be really surprised if we didn't go through. I also, so in the oh, second sorry, leg James, at the Olympico, we actually had the better of that game, and they had two chances, if I recall correctly, mm. and they scored from both of them. Yes, good goals, team goals, good mm. goals, but a bit of quality finish at the end. But you know that was basically they scored from basically their only chances at the Olympico. And Banyas's goal was offside, <laughs> but Roma should have had at least two penalties as well. Yes, that's true. That's true as well. Yeah. So yeah. So. Um, before I'll ask one one final question, and we'll go on to listeners' question: um, Is Sol Bakkenen and Pellegrino the two key players to watch out for? Yes, I would say, especially yeah. in attack. So just like the game in October, yeah. Cool. That's all I wanted to know. And I, also, I, also they they have a midfielder now who who uh, has been playing a lot. He's been doing quite well. Hugo Vettelsen. He's uh, um, he's a player who was really highly promised and linked to some you know Dutch clubs in four years ago. He was only eighteen back then, and then his career. Uh, stagnated a bit, but then he got his move to Budagrim, I think last year or the year before, and he has taken, um, he has basically replaced, if you would say, Patrick Berg in that role, uh, but uh, he's a bit more attacking he's, and more creative, so he, he's, a, he's a really good, he's also a player to watch out for. So he's 22, that was going to be my next, like, my final final question would be, he, is he a Patrick Berg replacement? Because Berg went to Lons in France. Yeah. No, that's, you've, you've, you've answered my question before I even asked it. Thank you, sir. I knew it, I knew it. I knew you were going to ask it. <laughs> thank you, Imran, thank you. Um, <laughs> James, do you have any further uh, questions to ask uh, Imran about the game on Thursday before we go into listeners' No, I'm just very much looking forward to it, yeah, and I think we yeah. should treat it with the importance that we would yesterday's game and the game <clears throat> to come, you know. Definitely. And for for me and James, if you're in the UK, both games are on BT Sport Extra, so it's on the red button. So you don't have to wait 15 minutes like we had to do for the Vitesse Arnhem game because we it overran. Um, I looked at live football uh, TV schedule. It, both games are on the red button, so that's good. Because I know a lot of Roma f- uh, English fans in here here of Roma were, were pretty pissed off with BT Sport that that, that Thursday evening. Um, so we did have one listener question. Um, it's from underscore clevin um it's a four-parter so apologies guys it's a it's a bit long-winded uh i'll actually i'll go through each question and i'll I'll let you both answer it um i think i know the answer for james's third question uh for the first one uh do you guys think that the squad sorry do you do you guys think the squad was good enough to fight for top four this season easily yes if we are five if we are five points off at this point uh, then yes, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Um, which other results that hurt us more this year 
tackle this season? Juventus, or probably Ju- the yeah, particularly the away game when they scored from a from a debatable situation. There could have been a foul, and then we equalised, and the the uh, goal was disallowed incorrectly. For penalty, and, yeah, and I'll, then Vera to miss the penalty kick, yeah. but um, yeah, so that. That was a big, um, and also I think the first derby when they scored their first goal when there should have been a penalty kick for us for the foul on Zaniolo, that was a really regret. I think had that changed, then um, had it, we scored then and it'd been two one to us instead of two one to them, things might have gone differently in that derby. Mm. So, can I add? Uh, um, can I add the Juventus home game where we were three one up with twenty minutes to go and lost four three. And the um, there's probably the Udinese away game after the Vitesse game, and there is one more game, and it will come. For to me, me, it's the Venezia, the Venezia yeah, game. Venezia. Oh my god! That yes, was Venezia, Bologna, Sampdoria, Sampdoria, Sampdoria at home, yeah. Genoa at de- home as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the defeats, I would say Verona, uh, Venezia, and Bologna. They were yeah. frustrating games. That we should have won. Should have, yeah. I agree. Uh, question three. Do you think the team being far from what... Hang on. Sorry. I think, do you think the team being far from that... Huh? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Here's three questions. I read it wrong. Sorry. Do you think... Apologies. Um, do you think that the team being far from that fourth place and not having much pressure was what helped us to obtain these recent results? Oh... Well, it's difficult to say. Uh, doubt, doubt that myself. But. I just think that the team, you know, started clicking together. They found the chemistry, and uh, Morini did a really good job. And uh, yeah, if, whether it was pressure or not, I don't. There, there, I think there was a lot of pressure to begin the season because when you have a coach like Mourinho comes a lot of pressure with it because people expect a lot. Um, could be a factor, but I, I don't think it's that decisive or that uh, huge. Do you think that they clicked just probably after the the, the Verona debacle at home when the, the young kids pretty much saved saved the team and came on and scored two two goals in the second half? Or do you think it was the, maybe like the Spezia and Atalanta results that made them that just gelled the team together. I know it's, it's taken six or seven months, but we're probably just seeing the right Mourinho team right now. Would you guys agree? Yeah, and, and I would say it just it has just gotten better and better. Uh, you know, because we are we are unbeaten in ten games, but the performances. I mean, apart from the Udinese game, they have just been better and better. Mm. You know, Atalanta game was good. The Derby yesterday game I know James has different opinion but I would say personally for me at least that there has been a positive trajectory going upwards in terms of performances and that's uh, that's encouraging fingers crossed for the game on Thursday night against Bodo Glimt and the Salernitana game next Sunday which uh, I said earlier Lorenzo Pellegrini is actually suspended after picking up his yellow card in added time as he was running down the clock as most footballers do by taking his shin pads and undying his shoelaces as he was leaving the pitch. I think he was 
probably iron up to pick up that yellow card and, and not pick it up and miss the uh, the Napoli game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, that was clearly <laughs> a deliberate um, ploy. That. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else to talk about um, before we wrap this podcast up? Only one little bit of news that emerged this afternoon that um, the uh, uh, the president of the Commission for Sport in Rome said that uh, apparently uh, he expects in in the near future a formal proposal to be made by Roma to the city council for the development of the new stadium. I think me, you and Daniel were talking at length about this off-pod on Thursday. Yeah, and the, the, the best site is apparently Pietralata, which is kind of northeast of the city centre, but closer to the city centre than Tordavali was. Mm. There's a site there. He, he said there are others, but he expects um, in the near future a formal proposal to be made. So that's, you know, if that... This is encouraging news, I think. Yeah, it's hopeful news. We've had the the Stadio della Roma debacle of yeah. what what did go on and the what has happened. And yeah, was it ten, maybe eleven, nine, ten years ago? I think before that. Yeah. I think you said, James. It was was it maybe January twenty thirteen or December twenty thirteen? December twenty twelve. Yeah, originally started. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, and also, we've... sorry, one other bit of news: the um, apparently fifty-eight thousand tickets have been sold for the return leg against Bodo. That's very and good, of course, and they're not season tickets, so um, they're fresh sales. Yeah. So you can imagine, like, uh, you know, how much these, how lucrative these European games are, particularly when you get to the knockout stage, and uh, fifty-four thousand for the match against Salernitana. Uh, and, and this is interesting as well with, I mean, it's great news in itself, but it's interesting in the context of the new stadium because, you know, if you build a smaller stadium, you you know, the Freakins can see now that there's a real appetite to go to games. You can imagine if we were playing, you know, if we were perhaps higher in the table even or maybe playing in the Europa League or Champions League, you know, there'd be an even greater appetite perhaps. So um, uh, this is very encouraging, I think. Yeah, totally agree. Um, <clears throat> I think we've probably wrapped a bow on this podcast. Um, Imran's just had to leave, and thank you, for Imran, for uh, for joining us. Um, James, thank you once again for joining me on this Monday evening. Also, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys to, uh, about yesterday's result and the game on Thursday. Um, guys who listen, uh, listen, we uh, ugh, get my words out. You can listen. Uh, find previous podcasts on themagicast.com you can uh, find our podcasts on the podcast app so like pod, uh, apple Podcasts, spotify TuneIn, podbean etc and etc um, we will probably do a review pod of both games of next week on monday sadly i'm not available after the game on thursday i'm out for a friend's birthday on friday evening um so uh, we will talk about the first leg of the bodo glimp game and the Salernitana game next Monday, hopefully. And then we could probably do a review pod on the Bodo Glimp game next Friday. Um, and the second leg going into the Napoli game on Easter Monday. The games are coming thick and fast. Um, and once again, thank you to Imran for joining. I know he had to leave just a, a couple of minutes ago. Ben James, um, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy your, the rest of your Monday uh, and enjoy the rest of your week. And hopefully uh, Roma can get a good result on Thursday in Europe. Thank you. And for Sarama and Ciao.